0: Hi everybody. Welcome to
1: your wrong hey, Matt. What is everybody wrong about today? Well, Luciano, the wrong about watching video games and in the sense that they should be watching video games because it's a great form of entertainment uh it's also a great way to to learn how to play new modes in games or to see how bad you are and where you can improve in those modes. Um, you know I, this comes up because we saw that. Um, The Sims is being put out as a challenge TV show, I guess, where contestants will be completing challenges within the Sims in order to earn a cash prize. I don't know what the cash prize is, but this is gonna be hundred thousand dollars. Hundred thousand dollars. That's that's way too much. I know. Don't think about like like aren't there other reality TV shows that give you like ten thousand dollars? I don't know. Like, I
0: don't. I don't watch reality TV, and I especially don't want to watch reality TV. Like, think of the premise of this. I, I'm, I already have a hard time watching video games unless it's people that I like already for other reasons playing, and it's funny. Then sure, right. watching gameplay and other kind of stuff that I don't have too much of a problem with. But imagine yep. this, right? You're watching a reality TV show of people playing video games and the specific video game that they're playing is a video game that emulates life. Like this is (laughs) so, what the fuck? What has society come to if this is entertainment?
1: I really enjoy that they decided to do this at the peak amount of us being stuck inside. So like The Sims is primarily a game where you play with people who are stuck in a house and (laughs) we're doing it while we've been primarily stuck in a house for like the last four months.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm secretly hoping that, you know, in the house that they're going to be playing this, because I'm assuming it's going to be a big brother sort of situation where they're in the house playing this thing. Yes. I hope they do to them what we usually do in The Sims, which is put people inside a house and remove all the doors.
1: Take out the bathroom door, maybe, you know, turn on the stove, don't teach them to cook, stuff like that. That was the best part. Yeah, I from, remove from the me. bathroom. Yeah, all yeah. that,
0: all that kind of stuff, yeah.
1: So on the one hand, the Sims makes sense because I don't play a lot at all. Zero. But you've seen me play it on Discord because my, my fiance Laura, plays it all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Um, And the thing she's done is she sure. doesn't just play the Sims. Like the last Sims I played was like the first one. Um, and so the way it works is she doesn't just play the Sims. She does these challenges. And like one of the challenges she does is she has to have like 100 babies with 100 different men so you play as a female and you have as many babies as you can and then when that one dies you take on the oldest <sighs> daughter i think how it works and you anyways so i've seen this i've seen i've yeah. seen my wife watch someone play and do this all right so our wives are clearly the problem here yes and so i guess they'll do stuff like that so when i say people should be watching video games i like you know you and i both watched uh overwatch league for a while and i've watched people that play Hearthstone, uh, like Slisa, uh or Firebat. And watching them is like, I can learn different, you know, play styles with Slisa. She plays battlegrounds in Hearthstone, which is like an auto chess battler. So it's like, it's a completely different mode. So instead of me going in and playing it and getting my face plowed in, I can see how it's played <laughs> and what you should do and not do. And then go get my face plowed in. Um, those are all valuable. But the Sims thing, I, I get where you're coming from in the sense that, you're not even watching someone playing the video game good, because they're being forced to do a challenge in the game that isn't necessarily based on skill. I don't think like Hearthstone's not 100% based on skill, but it's more based on skill than The Sims. Like if it's have 100 babies with 100 dudes, like is there like some algorithm I'm not aware of? That's I, I don't know. I think it's just the it's just
0: optimizing the way you go about doing a specific thing in the game i'm not a sims player never have been um i've seen my wife loves it she i think she spent more on that game than in any other game that she's ever spent money ever and now that i mind she makes it happy sure go sure. play <laughs> yeah but like i i'm not gonna play it because i don't like it and yeah. and so i know that there's like a bunch and especially this this new one uh sims 4 i think it is right It has a whole lot more shit to do, which is, to be fair to the developers of the game, the amount of detail that they go into and that they they exist in the game is really impressive. Like it's detail that I couldn't care any less for, but it's there, right? Like I, my like friend was showing me the other day, someone like she went to karaoke with you know her character and some other dude and they were like bad so they were singing bad and then as they get better it progressively gets better as they sing like it's crazy yeah right and and so i'm sure there is some something in the in the in the in the game that you know you're supposed to have a, a a realistic number of babies with a realistic number of characters and i think the whole challenge is about trying to you know like fool
1: the game or, or or beat the game in that sense i don't know it's a fascinating like game in the sense that there's it's such a it's an it's a game that has a lot of depth and you know you know i think you and i are the same in some ways like when we get into a game we really want to get into it and so the sims let you really get into it and they're always releasing like you know expansion packs that adds new modes and things to the game and so that's you know it's probably a great cash cow for ea oh yes and it is it's, it's a fascinating way to run a game and it's very, been very successful, but I just don't see how any of that applies to reality. Watching someone play.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: But, because it feels like it's going to be, it's not going to be, you know, like watching Overwatch League where it's like, uh, we just watch the players play Overwatch League or League of Legends or, you know, pick your, your eSport. You're like watching someone playing something, but... It's gonna be all about like the intrigue between different players and how you know how much they don't like each other in real life. Or like, I can't see how it's just gonna be an eSport.
0: It's not gonna be an eSport. And and so like, I I think it might be helpful for us to kind of lay down, uh, or at least in my opinion, I'm gonna lay down why you know why what is is the reason that someone would watch pe- other people play video games instead of playing it themselves. So one one is what you already outlined right you get people who are really really good at the game especially a competitive game and you watch them play because it's just the skill it's the same reason why you watch meat sports right i can play soccer but i'm not good right i'd rather watch someone who's really good playing that makes sense right you're no
1: you're no messy last time i checked no i'm i'm yeah i tend to be more organized just because you're brazilian doesn't mean you can make terrible (laughs) jokes like that (laughs) anyway um, I am not a huge fan
0: of esports in general. I you, I did watch Overwatch League, and I'm not gonna lie, I enjoyed it. But yep. I don't. I I think I only enjoyed it because um, I liked. I used to like the game so much. I was playing so much of it. So yes, right. And and like, I'm not gonna stand here and and say that the people playing weren't good. They they're very good, right? But and then the other reasons that I have to watch. People play a game, really. I think it's really two main reasons. One is, like I said before, watching someone that I already like watching their other stuff, like say they have a YouTube channel or whatever, and I like their content. I think I like their personalities, they're funny and whatever it is. And then they play the game, a, a game, whatever game it is. Yep. Or watching someone play a game I already like a lot and like watching them discover the game. And, and, you know, fall in love with the game as well or whatever it is, right? right. And none of that applies to the Sims thing. <laughs> no, none of it does. Yeah. Because it's like, who are going to be playing? I don't know. Some people are going to be playing the game, right? I don't particularly like the game. And also, there's no sense of like, I'm sure they're not going to be discovering the game. I'm sure they're going to be playing, you know, trying to win, which means they have experience with the game, which sure. means... So like it's just
1: completely completely the opposite of anything that would make me watch anything like that. Yeah, you raise a good point. Like the you know the reasons you watch esports or or you know watch things people playing on Twitch mm-hmm. is you like the personality, or you can learn something from it, or it's a super high skill level. They can just pull off stuff you can't, and that's you know it's exciting to see people you know make crazy headshots or stuff like that. Yeah, and, and with the Sims, like maybe they've pulled. You know, popular Twitch streamers into that TV series. I I would be surprised because, you know, if if you're that popular, I think you can make more than a hundred thousand dollars by streaming, especially if if you consider what you get if you don't win. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just a it's it's a four day event thing, right? So it's not that much of a of of their time spent. But
1: sure, maybe maybe they could pull in some some people then from. From Twitch or from somewhere else. Maybe that's good exposure for them. Maybe. But like the people that watch Twitch don't have cable. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And also a big part of watching shit on Twitch is so you can interact with the people that are playing.
1: With the god awful right. chat and with yeah, the streamers yeah. themselves.
0: Yeah, that's what, well, like it's rare that chat interacts with itself. A chat, a chat just trolls the streamer and gets trolled back usually is, is how, I'm not the most avid twitch watcher, but that's what
1: i see yeah it's it's like seventy five percent the streamer versus the chat and maybe twenty five percent chat on chat action, yeah, and there's a there there's a percentage of poggers there somewhere, yeah 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 for sure so <laughs> and so like I'll be fascinated if if this works um it's it's on t b s if I'm not mistaken, which is an interesting channel choice for it, yeah. God bless them for trying, I guess. I mean, you might as well try something and you're probably losing viewers and you want to bring younger viewers back in and maybe they can all steal their parents' cable access for the four days to watch it. Did you ask Lori if she's going to watch it? Oh, I haven't actually. I I think she's aware of it, but we do, we do have like my, well, we have my parents' <laughs> password for their cable TV, but I don't know if they get TBS. <laughs> like, I'd have to check. Yeah. I'm not going to say I'm going to watch it, because I don't need to watch it to find out what it was about. But i will be very curious to see how they actually play this out. If it's, I'm not going to watch it. I interesting. I can or not. tell you right now, I'm not, never going to watch that. Because I know they've played. You know, it's back a while ago, but they. I remember watching. They had the um, Heroes of the Dorm, the the uh, Heroes of the Storm College Tournaments <laughs> back when. Yeah, it's <laughs> it a good, it it's a good, good name. Yeah. yeah, back when back when they were Blizzard was still trying to run. Um, of the stormers in an esports, and it was on like ESPN, the Ocho or whatever the hell channel. Like it was on, like you could watch it. TSN had it on. I was able to watch it, um and I can't believe that got great numbers. Yeah, maybe The Sims has a bigger, bigger popularity base that they can pull from. But it's, I think the to get to the bigger argument of watching video games, and the thing I realized whether it's esports or otherwise is. You're never going to get one sport that is as big or as popular as like, say, the NFL, since that's the biggest one in North America.
0: No way. No way. Yeah. It's just it's just like there's so many. We were talking about this the other day, like one way or another. Right. Whatever game it is that they're playing. First of all, it's a private property. Yeah. So there's no there's not going to be like uh, like a federation regulating things. Because the company is going to do what the company wants to do and you, the player, get get lost, right? Like, it's not... and, And there's so many competing games that are similar, but they have, like, important differences. And so it's always going to be where this one appeals because of X reason, that one appeals because of Y reason. And, like, there's overlap, but, you know, the overlap is not big enough that people would watch both, but it's not small enough that you would, like, divide the viewership, so... It's never going to be, and, and NFL is big, but like you can't even go to smaller ones. Like I can tell you, like, you know, sports that we don't watch here in North America or that I never watched either in, in South America, like cricket, right? Yeah. It's big in a lot of other places, rugby, right? Even those sports are going to always have way more people interested in them and watching them and, you know, commenting and all that than any esports that I can think of.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think the biggest thing the biggest challenge was going to be and, and props to Dota and League because they seem to have managed to do this for a long time, but it keeps your game interesting and keep your fan base into it. Games yeah. games historically have been like, what's the new hotness? Let me move to the new game. I'm moving to the new game. And like, it is a fascinating thing to see between meat sports and, and eSports of like, in meat sports, we really haven't invented new new sports. Like, I mean, okay, sure. People have somehow taken... Um, what's the Harry Potter thing? They play Quidditch. Quidditch. They've taken Quidditch and made it into a quote-unquote real-life thing. But it's also kind of stupid (laughs) because they just run around on brooms. But anyways, but we really haven't made that many new sports. So the the newest
0: sport that I have found out about is... So in Brazil, they play, uh, we call it fuchivoli, which is basically volleyball with like, you can't touch it with your hands feet and chest and head right which is actually pretty well like liked in brazil and, and played by a lot of people a lot of famous footballers play that like as like a le- a leisure thing or sure. when they retire but now there is a hybrid of that and table tennis i shit you not i just found out this, about this oh, like a month is ago this the
1: head the head table tennis thing with the volleyball. Yes, yes. Yeah, but it's I've not just that.
0: head, right? It's just it's. Oh, I was like, what? Anyway, other than that kind of insanity, which is not really a new sport as much as it is a an unholy hellish amalgamation of three sports. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we and and even the sports that we have, like if you were to compare a game like a, a video game with the sport, like even. Well-established video games. Take World of Warcraft. How much did the rules change in every which way over the 15 more plus years it's been around, right? Yeah. yeah. That doesn't happen in sports at all. Like when the rule changes is, oh my God, it's like, you know, people lose their heads and shit.
1: Yeah. A great example of that is baseball. Baseball takes forever to play and they're all like all traditionalists. We, you know, we shit baseball. If you want to watch it, you watch it for the three to four hours it takes and the playoffs, it gets way worse. And it's like, yeah, but... Like it went back when people loved to watch baseball is the nineteen hundreds and there's literally nothing else going on. So yeah, of course yeah. we could spend four hours, it was great. And now we wanna see things fast. But they have never like they've made little rule changes like, oh, the pitcher has to warm up in like a minute or like two minutes now instead of having unlimited warm up time. And like Oh really that's gonna solve the time problem for baseball. Like yeah, oh, cricket's the, the same, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they went from the the friggin' like four hundred year tests to like what, three days? Yeah, five <laughs> <laughs> Five, five even, days? yeah. They cut yeah. it. They cut it down to five days, and it's like, oh, you guys are really revolutionizing cricket. Great yeah. work! For
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why I think games like even, even though it, you know it takes some time to play, but like a, a sport like uh, football, like American football, it's it's not. It doesn't take four hours necessarily. Yeah, yeah, and it plays fast, right? Baseball, there's a lot of downtime. And, and football has some and soccer doesn't have many and, and basketball doesn't have a lot of it so I think that's why it keeps people uh, attend to like like interested in it but I, like just going back to the original conversation I don't think there's ever going to be a video game that's going to captivate people like this, first there's the stigma and that stigma I think is not going to be completely removed ever
1: we well, you, right. you need to basically have you and I get to the point where we're like great great grandparents before the stigma might be removed. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Because then everybody below us has been playing video games most almost their entire life, right? Like, and it's been fascinating because I've talked to my brother about yeah. esports and and he's like, I don't get it. He's like, he's two years older than I am, but he's just never played video games like I did when I was younger. There but the you fact that he can't even make the connection of like, well, you like watching sports, yeah, so why can't i watch someone play computer games like i don't know it just seems stupid i'm like that that doesn't make any sense like you don't have to like (laughs) it but the the parallels are obvious you can watch anybody do something well and that could be entertaining yeah will you is another question like you've seen like just to get a weird sport in here like the lumberjack games where they like chop down trees and wood and stuff like yeah there's an audience for that i understand why you might want to watch it i don't
0: There's there's an audience for Gaelic football and for hurling. There's audience for almost anything.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's because it's really hard to make video games that are competitive, balanced, and keep them fresh in the meta, because I think that's the challenge, right? Like you look at again Overwatch, because you and I have a really solid base in that one. You know, as they've grown the game, they've added a ton of characters over the last you know three or four years. It's been out. But every time yeah. you add a character, and we are looking to have unique abilities to keep, you know, to keep the game exciting and interesting for the average player, um, you create more challenge for balance, and you end up potentially creating metas that break the game, like goats basically did for Overwatch. And yeah. and in hockey, you don't have to keep it fresh, which I find fascinating. Like, why do we play sports, and now we have to change the rules? But in video games we change the rules all the time. And if we don't, if things don't change, we get bored and quit.
0: Well, I mean, I think it's there's a lot of things to factor in there. So when you're playing a meat sport, like a lot of it hinges on, it's not just your ability, your hand-eye coordination, really, which is most the most important thing for any competitive video game, right? There's athleticism, there's a bunch of other stuff, right? And you're limited by, you're really only limited by what you can do given the constraints of the sport and so i've seen i i don't know hockey that well but i can tell you from soccer if you like i remember watching soccer when i was young in the 90s and then you know watching it evolve and i use evolve in a very loose way here but evolve as a sport (laughs) where you know like and i think it's the same with basketball like people they start investing, like the players, they start investing so much in athleticism and training and and you know strength and speed and other kind of stuff. That what happens is because everybody's doing it, the people at the top have to adapt. And so the game doesn't change, like the rules don't don't change. You don't introduce a second ball to play soccer, for example, yeah. right? Or make, I don't know, three goals instead of two or whatever. But the the way that people play changes enough that keeps it fresh to some extent and to another point is people are not looking for something fresh they're looking for something that they know that they can scrutinize and talk about and comment and cheer for right whereas with video games <clears throat> the main difference is you're very limited by what you can do right it's it's either in the code or it's not that's how the game operates you can't do shit that's not there it's true but mm-hmm. also there's a lot of constraints that have to be put around that, and so you find ways to break those constraints in ways that the developers did not think of because it's such, it's much more complex to emulate so quote unquote a reality than it actually is just to play in the reality that exists. This right? is true. So, so like goats is, is a, that that's what I thought of it. That like goats is a great example. Nobody no dev would have thought that, okay, yeah, let's just play with no damage dealers. Let's just play with support and tanks. Yeah. And they did, and, and they're like, holy shit, the, the synergy is ridiculous. Why would I play anything else? And then you basically ruined the fun of the game. And so you have to keep on, you know, refreshing it somehow. And on top of that, and I'll let you talk in a second, on top of that, I think the video game community as a whole expects like more and more new things a lot faster than like the sports community does.
1: Yeah. I I think you're right on that one. I think we have been trained for annual releases or at least, you know, every two or three years we're getting a a new game about the same story or sorry, in the same world, you know, it's like video games are more like movies, right? It's like you show a movie, like, like let's use the matrix for example, because it, it's probably a good example, even though it got really bad. But the first movie was like, Oh my god, this is this is amazing, bullet time, super awesome. This idea is crazy awesome. We all loved it. And then as they went forward with the Matrix, they kind of ran out of good ideas and good things, and it got weird and then super weird, and just anyways. It but <laughs> but like that's the thing, right? It's like when you iterate on something, it's hard to always make it better. Yeah. Um, and it's like I'll be very fascinated to see what Blizzard does with Overwatch 2 um, because you're trying to make it better than Overwatch 1 and make people want to buy the game and play the game and and there's a lot of risk involved with that because if you get it wrong, then you lose the audience and you're not making any money, let yeah. alone being able to support an esport, right? You want you and I think that's one of the things that you know is missing when you talk about esports and, and meat sports is like the NHL doesn't have to sell me the idea of playing hockey. They just sell me hockey I can watch. The yeah. idea of me playing hockey, I go somewhere else to get that fulfillment. Somebody else is able to provide that. Whereas with, you know, esports, like you said before, the game company has to make sure that someone's playing the esport, but the game company also has to make sure that people are buying the thing to play the game and are in the game and engaged because if you're not playing the game, are you really watching the esport? I don't I don't think people are, are they? I I doubt it. I know I wouldn't. If I don't play the game, I'm not going to
0: watch it. Like I'm not going to sit and watch League of Legends now. I mean, I know what it's about, but I don't play the game. I don't understand the game. I it w- I would get into the game first and then watch rather than the other way around. I don't think esports are ever going to be <coughs> um like the main way that a company attracts people that have never played the game to play the game. No. I I don't see it happening. Right. And and also, there's a, there's an, another uh, factor in there, um, which to some extent parallels uh, actual sports, but not 100 percent, is that nowadays you can't really charge people to play like a monthly fee to play the game. No. Right. Yeah, like, WoW was the last really big one that I know that could, you know, get away with here, buy the game and also pay every month. Right. Yes. So so how do they bring in revenue if everybody's just playing it for free? Sure, sponsors when they were talking about like Overwatch League or you know, I'm sure Riot has like a million sponsors for for uh, for LOL and, and I'm sure Valve does for Dota. Yeah but other than that, how like how do you bring money in? Right? Yeah and and so they have to sell a new game. But then what do you do with the old one? it's, it's like there's so many issues and like at that point you're competing with yourself because some people are going to inevitably go oh Overwatch 1 was much better than Overwatch 2 and other people are going to go oh shut up idiot stop leaving in the past come play the-. you know what I mean and so you're going to divide your own player base so yeah look at WoW and WoW Classic right yeah well yeah I don't understand that. this is a whole other podcast but I don't understand WoW Classic like why
1: Anyway, that's another podcast we can talk we'll about it later. Yeah, we will make that another podcast. No, I think you 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 bring up a great point. It's like there are so many external factors that build go into a video game and a company being profitable that are not just having people playing the game and and having them entertain you. And and one of the other things we forgot to mention, but is like with video games, it's really easy to jump ship right there are so many options if you think about again hockey or basketball there's generally one league that's the best and in soccer there's a couple more but like you know there's two or three leagues that are the best and so if you're good you want to be in those leagues because the best means you get paid the most but in in esports there's so many first person shooter games and being the best in one you can probably transfer your skills into another one relatively easily so how do you follow a sport that doesn't necessarily have the most talented players? If, yeah, if it's why would you forever? even?
0: Yeah, yeah. Look at look at what happened when Valorant came out, and like so many like top Overwatch players just jumped ship completely yep. to Valorant, right? And so yeah, it's it's hard. And also, if even like a, as a professional, and we've seen players try to do this and fail miserably. Jordan is one you can't really jump ship between sports
1: it doesn't it doesn't work that well <laughs> it's way too hard so you're kind of once yeah. you pick a sport you're locked in which is to the benefit of those leagues for sure
0: yeah and also you have a much well that's even truer with uh with video games but there's a limited amount of time in which you can be at the top right yeah yeah and so this to me uh like i i think it's a much more profitable endeavor in terms not not necessarily in terms of like just gross numbers but in terms of return of investment for for things like for example the the developers of uh, dead by daylight and they do a lot of stuff exclusively for people that are you know uh twitch streamers that play their game almost exclusively they have like yeah. custom skins and they have like these um tournaments like you know uh, get togethers like virtual get togethers to play the game and that kind of stuff and i know other other games I would would venture a guess to say that a lot, if not most games or most game companies do this, where they, you know, they say, hey, YouTuber who's famous for playing games, go play my game and I'll pay you or I'll give you merchandise or whatever it is, right? I'll sponsor your video, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the return for that is, first of all, it does not have to be a multiplayer game. It can be just any game. and usually that's going to be oh you know Joe Blow watched whoever playing this on YouTube now he's going to go buy the game so that's direct revenue versus i don't even understand like how the revenue model works with with Overwatch other than people pay to buy the game and they occasionally pay to buy loot boxes but where does all the rest of the money come from right yeah. i don't even understand that and so i and i think unfortunately because I think it's a ludicrous idea that what they're doing with The Sims. But I actually think that that might drive some revenue in the form of people that are interested in the game and that have heard of the game or have played the game very, very, very casually. And they're going to go, oh, you know, watching video games is a thing. And I know that game. Maybe I'm going to watch this thing. So I think it's going to bring in a lot of curious people. I don't know if go- it's going to cause people that have never bought or played the game to go buy it. But I think it's a much more profitable endeavor than if they made like uh, the Sims eSports League. And I would, oh my God, I would. I don't know what that would look like, but I, I would watch that just for the sheer fuckery of it.
1: <laughs> well, I think you hit on something that's important to remember is one of the reasons why people don't watch a lot of eSports is, as we said before, you need to understand what's going on.
0: 100%, so yeah.
1: You can't just turn on your tv and be like oh hey it's league of legends let me just watch this and see what happens like you can but you're really not going to know what's happening because there's a lot going on in any video game and and the advantage of sports is because it's humans doing something it's just even if you're watching like the you know the ping pong volleyball head thing or (laughs) you're watching hurling like you can figure out the general premise of it pretty quick because I don't know what it is. If it's just human, you're watching humans, and so you understand what humans are capable of. But you can figure out what's happening way faster. And I think that's the benefit that Sims has is that, even you know, if you don't know what the Sims is, as soon as you realize it's just digital people doing digital people things, you as a lame, layman person is are going to understand what's going on in this game. Yeah, that's a very
0: good point. I never thought of that. You're right.
1: Yeah. It's a huge advantage. So so yeah. while I think it's stupid, it might pay off because it's a simple game that everybody understands.
0: Yeah, I think, like, if you think of sports, like, I go back to soccer because the one I know the best. Like, yeah, there are some intricate rules and, you know, some details, but you don't need to know that for, like, 80% of the game. No, All you need to know is that, you know, there's people playing in one color in one side, people playing yep. with another color in the other side, and all they want is to put the ball inside the goal. Like that's really all you need to know about soccer, right? Yeah. And hockey isn't much different and basketball isn't much different. And like you can get into the intricacies. Oh, why was that a foul? Oh, because of this and this and that. And in that kind of situation, blah, blah, blah. Then you can get, but that's that's kind of people get like pulled in by the basic premise of the, of the yeah. sport, And which you're, you're right. Seeing people physically do impressive things is a lot more, um, enticing than seeing people sitting on a video game or a computer do impressive things. Sure.
1: not the least because you have to understand what they're doing in order to know it's impressive, right? Yeah, like if you think about when we, we were after our work thing we went to the bar and had a few more drinks and we were watching like the top fifties sports highlights of the week or whatever and like it didn't matter what sport came up like you could just see humans doing impressive feats on the screen yeah. like a baseball player diving to catch a ball you know even if you don't know baseball that looks pretty cool, or like a yep. slam dunk. You can, you know, that looks cool. Um, And like with video games, when something happens, it's like, was that cool? Should, should I cheer now? Like, what, what am I doing here?
0: If you even realize something happened, right? I remember one of the first That's true. clips I watched, and I know the game, right? I'm not the like, I'm not great at it. I'm okay at it, right? But I know Overwatch, and I remember watching one of the first clips I've ever seen of, of Overwatch League, and it was this. Uh, play right as Doomfist had come out, and then they like they set up in a way that the Doomfist was coming down with the ult, and then the Lucio booped like three people into the ult. Yeah, and I had to have the the commentators explain it and then play it again in slow motion for me to see it because it happened so fast. Yeah, that I would not have noticed. Okay, okay, Doomfist killed three people. Great, right? Yeah, but then. And and they went ballistic. I'm like, what? It's an ult. Of course, it's going to kill a lot of people, right? And so, imagine not knowing the game at all. Yeah. Right. So and the the rules, like, what makes it like when you see that the, the shenanigans that they pull in the middle of the the season on Overwatch League when they have you know the you know the widow v widow one v one or the kind yeah. of shit, and then you see someone like sure pull out like a insane like fucking headshot almost no scope because there's no real way to do it no scope but it seems like it right and you go holy shit that was amazing you have to know so much about the game you have to have played the game and tried that shit and know it's next to impossible to be impressed whereas someone who's never seen it is like okay he killed with the shot great yeah yeah i mean that's that's it right there yeah that's i think that's the main hurdle for you know esports and and being as and i know all the companies do and every company is secretly wishing that they're gonna find the secret sauce and the silver bullet that's gonna make it happen i don't think it's gonna happen
1: closest replica we have to esports or sorry meat sports is is video games right like like the hockey or the madden or and and the reason why they fail is like why would i watch someone play a video game when i can watch real athletes doing the real thing and Mm -hmm. i've got no defense to that like why would you watch someone play Madden when you can watch an actual NFL team do stuff? Like, of course, I'm going to watch the NFL team do real stuff. And so, you know, that like that's the biggest stumbling block to esports ever catching on in a major way is you're, it's just, it's like a reinforcement tool for people who would like your brand. If you like Overwatch, being able to watch Overwatch League and talk about Overwatch and buy cool gear for Overwatch, it's like, it builds your community, right? It's like, yeah, we're in this community and we're all cool because we know about this cool thing. It's like, it's like, we're almost like, we're indie band fans, right? It's like, yeah, <laughs> we're a fan of this band. And then if it gets really big, it's just like, well, what's your community then? Like, it's still there. Are people going to like it as much, or are they going to move on to something else? And because because video games is very much like that. It's very much my community is the best. I live in this community to
0: some extent, right there. There are like it, there's enough of a critical mass now of people playing video games that it's not that, as small as it used to be. Like when we were growing up right like the amount of people that play call of duty just because like they just have a console and they play it like on and off is yep. huge right oh yeah but definitely but but i think there's some there's definitely going to be you know people suffering from underground syndrome and if you know something gets really really mainstream they go ah you know all the normies play it now and the posers use the 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 jerseys and they don't even know what a fucking <laughs> alt is and i can't see that happening right yeah see. you don't even know how to counter goats man like like other kind of shit yeah and and but that's gonna be like that's those are the people that do that with everything those are the people that once you find the band that they like secretly and like it's like three people that know the band and then suddenly you start finding it and say oh i like it too they are oh, they sold out now so i don't think i don't think that that's the problem i i just think that what you said before It's just the number, sheer number of games that are similar enough that you can, as a player and as a viewer, even jump around from and to and fro, right? And and also, there's I think there's also the feeling that you can do those things. So like if you see you know the Olympics, watch the Olympics, and you see someone do a high jump that's like insane, like you instinctively go, yeah, there's no way my fat ass is gonna jump that high, right? Or I'm not gonna run that fast. But you watch someone clicking buttons on a, or keys on a keyboard or buttons on a controller, and you go, "I can do that."
1: So there's that factor too. Oh, yep, yeah, definitely. I think you're you've, you've nailed that on the head too. It's like it's you have a harder barrier to impress people in in esports versus um, meat sports. Yeah, for that for that reason, I, I think that the value of watching video games is is. It's, I think it's, it's there. Um, but it's more like, you know, you're watching it because it's it's like a cooking show in a way, right? It's like, you watch a cooking show because you want to learn how to cook stuff or you want to see cool food. And, and yeah. I think that's kind of where video games end up being. It's like, I want to see how to play this game better or or I want to see people who are good at doing this one thing. And, and people who don't like cooking probably don't watch cooking shows that often. And I think that's the same the same with video games right if you're not into that game you're not going to watch a random streamer will play that game unless you know that person yeah, and, and just look
0: at your brother your brother's a perfect example of this right? yeah
1: and i think that's like any celebrity right if like if you are a famous actor or actress you can then be someone who sells things in advertisements right because people like you like your personality for whatever reason and then trust you as a a, a brand ambassador you know that's a whole whether that should be the way it is and blah 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 we can Talk about another podcast as well, but, but I think that's what video games end up being. So that's that's where the money is. Like there, those people are used, the the famous people on Twitch are used as brand ambassadors. So you know, when Valorant came out, all the most popular streamers who played FPS games switched over to play Valorant and had free codes to give out for for Valorant. And and, you know, they probably got a huge spike in their their viewership and and got more attention. And Valorant got like number one spot on Twitch for you know a few days in a row. So it worked out for everybody. Beyond that, I don't think esports are ever gonna to get to a point where they make revenue like like a professional sport does.
0: Yeah, and I, I honestly think that companies need to stop trying to make some sort of weird magic happen in that sense and start focusing on what works. Because like it doesn't just because we want it to be a competitive league, it doesn't mean it has to be modeled after meat sports. And and Overwatch League is one of the ones that I know that does this the hardest, right? The way that they wanted to make it feel like a sport. I think there's, you know, there are ways of making a professional uh, esports league be profitable and be, you know, worthy of, of the investment without trying to get it on TV, without trying to get, you know, all of the hype that that you do with like jerseys and shit. Like people if people are interested, they will buy the stuff. But you don't have to put it out like make people go to a gymnasium to start to watch people sit, sit down like 12 people sit down at a computer and play a video game there are better ways cheaper ways to make money back i think
1: yeah i think i think you're right to some degree i think i like what overwatch is doing because they recognize the fact that you know it's really hard to get people to be a fan of a player because that player's you know life of a video game professional is very short and so if you're relying on Popularity of those people to play your games is probably not going to last a long time, which is fascinating because one of the things I think is absolutely insane about Overwatch League is you know we hear about teams practicing for twelve or fourteen hours a day and it's like, do you actually get better practicing that much? Like I feel like there's just you zone out, you lose focus, there's diminishing returns on all those things, and and yet that's the norm in esports, which which I find is is one of the things that's probably leads to people's burnout and why they end up going to Twitch and streaming is you get more money there. No one hassles you. You can play when you want to play. I shouldn't say no one hassles you. No coach hassles you to practice. Your fans probably hassle you, but it's a much better experience for the people doing it. You know, how many yeah. people do you see play Overwatch and like bail out? Like Seagull did it after one season he was gone. Defran played like four games and then he went back to streaming because <laughs> Yeah. Because and being and professional even
0: sucked. Yeah, and even the ones that do play professionally still stream. Right? some yeah. less successfully than others because streaming is is entertainment right you can't just be good at the game you have to entertain a crowd and it doesn't always translate one to one but still right and I yeah I think you're right I think I think it's it's a grueling like um uh like practice uh um uh habit that you have to have I guess that's not the word I was looking for I'm gonna stick with it um, you know, you have to grind and, and I agree with you. I don't know if 12 hours, 14 hours playing a game, and practicing shit is going to make you that much better, but it's, it's, uh, again, and this is veering into another topic and so I'll cut it short, but like, it's like everybody's doing it. So you have to, as, as a professional, right. You can't just say, Oh, I don't need to be better. Like you end up in the, yeah. in the bench right uh, on the bench because you know oh you're not putting as much dedication into it and all that stuff and another thing is you know talking to the people that we know that uh, that follow uh it's not like they they like starcraft that people are talking about more yep. but they definitely want to follow a player and i think it, the same is true even of overwatch right i i like true four and so i wasn't a gladiators fan when he was playing there but I liked seeing him play. And I was super ecstatic, you know, before all the Blitzchunk Blizzard bullshit when I decided to stop following it. I was really excited when he came to to, to Defiant, right? But, like, if he left at Defiant and I was still watching, I would still enjoy watching him play. And I would still probably root for him to win versus... Sure. That. So, like, I think it's hard to break in. I don't know why that is. It's It's more of a... When you know how hard it is to be that good at what you do, I guess you're more interested in the person than like the team they represent. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's it is it is interesting because you know what would happen if Surefire left Overwatch League? Would you like if again if you were still watching in general? Would you have like if he went to stream on Twitch? You probably would have gone to watch him stream on Twitch, right?
0: A little bit, yeah.
1: would yeah. And and I think one of the really fascinating things about streaming on Twitch and that we've seen, and this is probably, you know, not the right time to bring it up given that we're almost at the end of this episode, but when you're streaming on Twitch, you do it alone all the time. And yeah, and if you think about like a TV show that people watch, like there's a lot going on to help you with your production. There's maybe multiple people in the cast, there's you know, a director, people filming, people writing, even if it's a a live show, there's still, you know, all that stuff to be done. And and we're seeing now is that a lot of these super famous streamers are are cracking under the pressure of either having a persona that you know ends up being actually toxic because they can't separate the persona from the real life person, yeah. or they just get burned out because the pressures and demands of people to have them stream every day all day for like ten hours, twelve hours burns them out. Um, but it's fascinating that we haven't seen like like a team stream on Twitch overwatch you know like no one's figured out a true way to like do multiple yeah. people playing a video game together in in, in a good way
0: no because like even when you see people playing together and i've seen it happen a lot uh, when i was watching uh, me and friend were watching uh, overwatch streamers back when we were following the the league uh, they would yeah. play together but you're always watching one even though you know the other guys there you're just watching the one you like or the one you like the most yeah right so you like I, I,
1: you watch the channel
0: yeah I think I remember at one point there was a, there was a point where we were watching like four people playing together um four streamers like seagull and emong and and some other people and I, and like we were watching I think Imong and we just stayed there right because it, it's it's like I said it's not just about the game it's about the entertainment it's about being funny and witty and interacting well with the because I've seen Sinatra for example stream and he sucks at it because all he does is play, he, he doesn't talk. Play, yeah, right? yeah. So and, and like true sure For streaming is funny because he's funny in general. He's like a yeah. weirdo, and he's a weirdo on the stream too. So it's funny to watch, right? And, and so I think that you're right that there's a lot of pressure and there's a lot of other things too. They have to do everything almost alone unless they find some sort of a, a crew to work with, and I don't think that that's very common in in Twitch no. for Twitch streaming. They have to do everything themselves like if there's a sponsorship thing if there is like you know an appearance they have to make if they have to organize you know their time to to be able to stream and then go to do the that YouTube collab they have to do and then do a commercial for the whatever G fuel that's that's sponsoring them that week or whatever it is they do all of that on their own that has to be a super tall order to kind of do and not completely burn out right
1: yeah, I think that's that is the biggest challenge we're going to see as as video games people try to watch video games online is you know like that the video game industry has exploded into a rash of of uh, assaults whether it's sexual or otherwise problems. Oh yeah, um, there's that too. Yeah, and like people on Twitch being you know banned and like turns out they are harassing other people or using their position of power. And like, I don't want to list names because I can go on forever and I don't want to single people out here, but there's a lot. And if you really want to know, you can look it up easily. But I think that's the pressure of having to do everything yourself. And there's not good and trustworthy people that I've seen set up to, to help you, like having an agency, like in, you know, in Hollywood, as an example. And part of that is, you know, it takes young people to understand what this means and how it works. And it seems like the ones who have tried to do it have sometimes taken advantage of people. So you don't necessarily want to trust other people, but no one who's, who's old enough to help guide you, maybe trust people. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of growing that needs to be done in the industry to really make it um, become mainstream or at least like reliable. Yeah. Um, It is a very young industry. You're right. There is that too. Right. So I think, you know, just to sort of wrap this one up, I think if, if I could say, you know, how are how is watching video games gonna grow and evolve? You know, I think as much as I think this is a stupid choice, I think it's a very interesting way to evolve video games into something people can watch, because it's not relying on the necessary skill of people, potentially, it's relying on the entertainment value of those people. And that is that's the thing that Twitch has really won an audience on and esports has lost audience on, is that you really don't get a sense of these people's personalities very often, especially when, you know, and, and this is nothing against those people, but when you're when you're talking in a language and having it translated, a lot can be filtered out, lost, the, the comedy in it, the, you know, sarcasm, et cetera, really keeps that personality from coming out. And so in order for me to like somebody, you know, I can say I like profit as an example, but I don't know what that guy's personality is like. Yeah, I have no idea
0: yeah and it's funny they just say like that I like profit. I like profit too, and also the game the the player but yeah anyway uh, <laughs> I think I think I think another another point that you made before and and uh, I think it's it's that's why I think the Sims now I think the Sims is a good idea for a game. I just don't think that the way that they're doing it that stupid show on TBS is a good way, but you're right, there's no uh learning curve to understand what they're doing. Right. And so I think The Sims is a good pick for the game to maybe bring in more people uh, as potential viewers of video- watching people play video games. I just don't think, like you said, making them play in a weird way, just to complete challenges is a good way of doing that. It might be much better if it was just, you know, fun. Like, imagine if they picked some already famous people, internet famous or otherwise, that already yeah. played The Sims. And they put them together to play, you know, and and just be funny naturally because that's how they are, or be interesting naturally because that's how they are while playing The Sims. That would have been, I think, a better way of saying, "Hey, maybe this watching video games is for me, because I I can connect, like you said, with the people playing, with their personalities, with who they are and what they say, while watching them play this thing that I
1: also might happen to enjoy." Yeah, and that's that'll be the interesting thing because, you know, just to make a weird connection to something else, one of the things I find really fascinating about British game shows, uh, I guess the best one I can talk about is the British Great British Bake Off, is that you don't win it, win any prize if you win it; you just get to be the best baker in Britain, mm-hmm. and and so you see that when people are on the show, they're very. It's a team spirit with everybody. They're willing to help each other out if something goes wrong because they just—it's not—it's not like if I win, I get a million dollars and my life is set. It's just like, oh, you're the best baker. So like, there's no incentive to like screw people over or mess with them. And and I'm—I think giving people a hundred thousand dollars for being the best at Sims might ruin some of the interesting camaraderie you could have if you are just like, if you set ridiculous challenges and you gave like four personalities and you said, hey, you guys get in a room. Here's this crazy challenge how are you guys going to figure this out and let them play through it and talk with each other, interact with each other. And if you made that the show, that might be interesting because you let them yeah. have personalities. Exactly. Like
0: it's, it's interesting people doing something strange, not just random people doing something strange yeah. and competing with each other on top of everything else. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the model that I've seen some games, especially when they involve celebrities, where the winner gets to pick a charity to donate money to. That's also good. Cause then, yep you're not screwing anybody over. Right. But, but yeah, like making it sort of like a big brother sort of deal or like whatever, you know, now you're going to make all of this money if you win. Yeah. That's going to turn toxic really fast. I think.
1: Yeah. I don't think, I think we need to get away from everything's a competition because it seems like what we've seen is unless you are the one or two or three biggest video games who can maybe pull in an audience, uh, as long as you're, uh, ceo of your organization doesn't get caught in allegations like you know (laughs) evo and stuff yeah you know that's and that's really bad but like unless you're like big big enough maybe you're better off looking at an angle where it's like a bunch of interesting personalities working together and doing stuff and that that'll draw people into watching your video game maybe if you're gonna have overwatch instead of streaming the overwatch game maybe there's a channel where it's like it's it's like the one of the interesting things i really enjoyed was watching when Emong and Siegel and a couple other guys were playing Valorant together, and you could hear them all talking with each other, that was more interesting to me than watching Valorant because it was just yeah. interesting to see those people I like kind of interact with each other and play games together. Definitely. So maybe that's, that's the right way to go to get people hooked.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, if, if only people would listen to us and, and listen yeah. to the fact that they're wrong all the fucking time, maybe this would be a better world. Who knows?
1: And here we are just being right- Every yeah. two weeks or so. Um, and and nobody listens. Nobody I, yeah, listens. Nobody. Well, I think like my mom listened once, maybe. Oh, good for her. Now she's not as wrong. I think she just downloads and doesn't listen if I'm, a, if I'm, if I'm accurate. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> so, parting shots, are we done? uh Parting shot is you should be watching video games, but I understand why you're not, because we probably haven't found the thing you need yet to really suck you in. Not oh, you, yeah. but like the audience. You,
0: yeah. And uh, my 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 final thoughts are that most of the time watching video games doesn't make any sense. Just go play them, unless you're watching them for the people who are playing them themselves. Yeah. Either because they're really good or because they're funny or both. Then then yeah. Otherwise, no. And no video game company and no game is going to
1: be the one that becomes the, the new in NFL, I don't think. No, no idea. Like, I mean, they, they would love to build a Game of Thrones, but they don't even know how right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's all the time we have for today. If you'd like to contact either of us, you're welcome to send an email to yourwrongcast at gmail.com. As always, it's your job to figure out how to spell your. Uh, hopefully you get it right, and we'll read your email. Uh, but for now, I'm Matt. And I'm Luciano. And uh, as we've already told you, um, you're all very wrong, and you should listen to us to become somewhat right.